the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. Right, smash with you right here. Appreciate you being right there. Listening, WBGZ 107.1 FM, the Big Z. Oh, man. I, I told you a little bit earlier, maybe you weren't here, but I'm saying, I ain't saying I lost my car, but the fuel pump's like 11, 1200 bucks. All right. With labor and everything. It's kind of like, dog. But Sexy Flexy, the Smash Mobile. Um, Ford Flex got like a hundred thousand miles on it, and so the question comes: Is this where the car starts deteriorating? And it's eleven hundred dollars here, four hundred dollars here, hundred fifty over here, back up to five hundred for something. This and it just all adds up, and I'm thinking, well, might it be better to take that money and just make payments on a younger and or newer car? I'm thinking I can't say that in front of Sexy Flexy. Sexy Flexy get mad at. Me. Because a car is like your buddy, like I said a little bit earlier. And so I got to sometimes keep that stuff to myself. But Sexy Flex is in good hands right now, getting repaired as is needed to be repaired. But I'm thinking to myself, might it be the time? And you always get excited about new cars and all that kind of stuff. But uh, sometimes you hate losing your buddy. Your buddy's your car. Sexy Flex is my buddy, you know. But... I went up to Roberts Motors when I came into town here. My brother-in-law let me use his car. I thought, well, let me see what they got. Man, they got themselves. Oh, I'm looking in the used car department, but they, they got themselves some cars. I, in my opinion, am too big for the new Escape. I haven't sat in one of the new Escapes, but the body style is just magnificent. And, of course, the body style came in a year or two ago on um, the Explorers and all, and all that. So I got some cars over there, Roberts Motors Ford. In fact, if you text SMASH to 96300, 96300, get on in there. And through that, you're going to find what your highest trading value is. You're going to get informed. Find out if you're, you're approvable, shall we say. You can ask if your deal can be done with zero down. How good would that be? Real good. So, once again, text SMASH to 96300, 96300, all right? There you go. But anyway, I was looking, just thinking, I got some stuff on the line right over here. So I didn't have time to put together a show for you today, but in one way or another, we're just talking, just hanging. Just got this from a girl. 
a Hawaiian couple knew they had coronavirus before flying. They boarded the plane anyway and were arrested by the police. Bravo. I'm just looking at the story right here. See what the deal is. You got to arrest these folks because if they know they got the coronavirus and they're yakking about it and they're on the plane anyway, you're endangering other people's lives, especially in that enclosed climate of what an airplane has, you know? So yeah, the cops got them. Beautiful. Shoot. They're with their four-year-old kid too. They ignored the advice of airport officials who instructed them not to travel. But they went, jumped on the United Airlines uh, airplane with all the luggage and all that stuff. And a virus that's already killed at least 272,000 Americans, it says. They were arrested shortly after landing. I see, you know, this, this, this was wrong. They should have arrested them before they even took off. Because if they arrested them after landing, that means they were on the plane and they're spreading the disease if they are spreading the disease. The disease. No. <laughs> so now it looks like they're facing second-degree reckless endangerment charges, I guess. But how, how about them uh, folks who were on the plane, who were forced to be on the plane with them, and you knew these folks had the Come on, airplane people, daggone it. By the way, that uh, Netflix show, I think it is, The Flight Attendant, that uh, Kelly Cuoco, oh, man, is she in trouble in that show. Good-looking girl, but she is in trouble. I've only watched the one episode, but she's in trouble right now. Let me see what else we got here. Chop, chop, I love you. Aha. Talk, oh, this is good. Stars turning 60 in 2020. Huh. Yeah, Daryl Hannah is uh, 60 years old. Can you imagine that, Daryl Hannah? Remember when she was that mermaid in that movie? What are they called? Uh, Splash? Daryl Hannah, 60. Remember when, and I say in this, you remember when she accused Jackson Brown of beating her? Daryl Hannah, she's 60. Julianne Moore? Boy, boy, boy. What's the name of that movie she was in with Mark uh, Wahlberg? I think Burt Reynolds in that too. They had uh, the roller skate girl. Anyway, she's 60. Who else? Colin Firth. Remember him? Was Academy Award winner, this guy. English actor. King's Men, The Secret Service. That was a great film. And... Uh, my goodness, I'm just looking at the people here. People are turning 60. But here's the deal is, this is our generation. And people, I am turning 71 Monday. And this is our gen. Here's the, the, the great part is 60 is a fantastic age. I loved it. I love being 70. But I know these are the last days. All right. So you got to live them with an exuberance. Who else? Wow. Hugh Grant got himself a big uh, shout out. He turned 60 in 2020. 
Hugh Grant, by the way, is uh, on this show called The Undoing. And he's on there with Nicole Kidman. And it is a fantastic six-part series on HBO. You might want to check that out. I want to go ahead and binge watch that one. You won't stop because you want to know it's a great whodunit because it makes you think this guy done it or this girl done it or this one done it and that one. And it just keeps making you go round and round and round until you get to the end and you see who done it. And then you say, ah, okay. And in a way they make you feel like the who done it is indeed a criminal. But yet at the same time, you feel sorry for them, right? So when you're feeling sorry for them, then it's kind of like you got an emotional involvement that makes you want to sit through and binge on the six episodes. Check it out if you get the chance. The Undoing is the name of it on HBO. Oh, my goodness. Look who's turning 60. Amy Grant. I love Amy Grant. She turned 60 in 2020. Amy Grant, who'd she take off with? Oh, Vince Gill. Remember that? Oh, that was something. Because Amy Grant's a Christian singer, but she took off with Vince Gill. I don't know nothing. How about this? Bono from U2 in 2020, 60 years old, May 10th. I'm grateful to just have gotten this far, he said, on an Irish radio show the other day. Bono, happy birthday right there. Let me see who I... Oh, I don't watch this stuff, but oh, yeah. Really? Lisa Vanderpump. Vanderpump Rules. You ever watch that? I, I glimpse, glimpse that every once in a while. She turned 60. And I don't say this in the wrong way. I thought she was a pretty 70, but that's just me being unable to live in the total chronology of the world at large. Let's see who else, man. Chop, chop. This is good. Are you kidding me? Turning 60 in 2020, RuPaul. I tell you what, this RuPaul, he has really taken that character and really made a nice run with it. Bravo. Drag Race. Remember RuPaul's Drag Race? I'm not saying I watch it all the time, but I indeed did glimpse at it in an effort to understand culture and society a little bit better. Good Morning America. Wow. Robin Roberts, November 23rd, 60 years old. Huh. Are you kidding me? I'm just looking at these guys. Antonio Banderas. Remember when he was Zorro? Oh, that was a great movie. He was Zorro good. He was all good. Remember when he's married to uh, Melanie, what's her name? Man, she had all that like plastic surgery for him and all that, and then he left her. Antonio Banderas. Oh, my goodness. Dirty Dancing star Jennifer Gray, 60 years old, on March 26th. I'll tell you what. I ain't saying this in the wrong way. I'm just an observer of life, right? Jennifer Grey, pretty girl. She was pretty in Dirty Dancing. But she had a big hooked nose. 
Next time you saw her, that hook nose was gone. She had nose surgery. What do they call that? Rhinoplasty or something like that. And I thought to myself, why? She was beautiful with that, just to use the term, hook nose. Well, she looks good in the promo shots uh, right here, but 60 years old, wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm just on my goodness in here because I can't believe these people are 60. Kathy Griffin, the comedian, comedian, you remember her? I'll tell you what, she dropped out of the picture after she, at the beginning of the Trump administration, held a, a head of Donald Trump in her hand, bleeding from the neck because she chopped off his head at the neck. And I tell you what, her career was G-O-H-N gone. Gone like it never even started. But she's 60 this uh, year. Bravo, young lady. Our X-Files. Who used to watch the X-Files? Everybody. David Duchovny. Oh, he had that one show. Californication, I think it was. It was on HBO. That was a good show, too. But uh, David Duchovny. Are you kidding me? Sean Penn. Spicoli. Is 60. One of the greatest movies I ever saw was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It encompassed everything from Spicoli, Sean Penn, who's now 60, rolling out of that van with nothing but smoke coming out of it to Phoebe Cates coming out of the pool with nothing but pool on her. Dog. Oh, no kidding. Huh. Stanley Tucci, you might, uh, you know him if you saw him. He was in The Devil Wears Prada. He's in a lot of movies, one of the great character actors. Stanley Tucci turns, see, I thought this dude was older than that. Are you kidding me? I had the opportunity back when I was a case to interview this guy. He came into the studio and he was doing like karate moves and kicks and all this stuff to show us that he was still agile and capable of doing karate moves and kicks. And I'm talking about Jean-Claude Van Damme. Wasn't he the man at one time when it came to those kind of movies? Jean-Claude Van Damme, 60 on October 18th. My goodness. He used his, huh? He celebrated his 60th birthday by using his celebrity, it says, to save the life of a tiny chihuahua puppy. Martial artist extraordinaire. He was badass in his day. All right, no. Wow. Valerie Bertinelli, Eddie Van Halen's wife. One day at a time, Valerie Bertinelli is 60 years old. I'll tell you what, she lost some weight. Bravo. Because she's, she's like me. She's up and down her weight all, all, her, all her life. But Valerie Bertinelli is 60. Huh. Tony Goldwyn, I don't know all that much about that guy. Oh, yeah. Courtney B. Vance, man, that's a big-time actor right there. He's turned 60. Huh. I was looking at the various other folks. Elizabeth Perkins. Remember her in Weeds? She was like a, a suburban mom, but she was selling dope to everybody. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Oz is 60 years old. 
Sometimes I like him, sometimes I don't. But hey, he's doing a lot better than me. Salute to the doctor. Dr. I is 60 years old. Wow, this is a... No. Tilda... Tilda Swinton. She's a unique-looking woman. She turned 60. She don't look 60. She looks like maybe 40, 45. Brilliant actress that she is. Oh, look at this. Kristen Scott Thomas, May 24th, 60. Are you kidding me? Scott Bayo turned 60 on September 22nd. He wrote on Instagram that his wife surprised him with a small 60th birthday party with just my closest friends, Scott Bayo. Everybody loved him until... He put his vote in for Donald Trump, at which point nobody liked Chachi no more. Was he Chachi? I think it was Chachi, wasn't he? Everybody loves Chachi. Not no more. Anyway, Scott Bayo, 60 years old. Huh? Pretty good. Who else? Uh, oh, really? Jane Lynch. I could probably be doing this for an hour. Who knows? Jane Lynch. Glee. Remember her? She got those uh, get that get game show on. She turned sixty. Huh. I'm gonna close it off there. Oh wow, James Spader, sixty years old. Who is this? Get out of here, John Schneider, Dukes of Hazard, is sixty years old. Wow. Damon Wayans is sixty years old. Amazing to me. Oh, wow. Tony Robbins. He's that motivator type of dude. That dude's a big dude. You ever seen him? That is a big man right there. 60 years old now. He hosted a benefit at his 60th birthday on February 29th that raised $18 million for charity. Pretty, pretty wild. All right. I'm going to close it off. One more. One more. That's it. All right. One more. Let's see who this is. I don't know who this is. Richard Linkletter. Okay. I know him by looking at him. You you might too, but he turned 60, man. There's a bunch of people who are 60 years old. Thank you, Chop Chop. Well, there you go. Happy birthday, everybody. You see, at 60, you look at life differently. On, on the zeros, you look at life differently. At 20. Well, even when you're 10, but 20 you do because you're on the threshold of true adulthood. In your 30s, you're on the threshold of really having to make some sort of vocation, provide you with some source of revenue so you can have some kind of life. At 40, at 40 you know that you're going to be 50, and that's bothersome. Because the next is 50. At 50, man, when I turned 50, I was joyous. It was fantastic. You don't have to let any of these zero points be bad for you. 60. Most of these folks I mentioned their name are in a really good state of health. 70. I'm 71 on Monday. That's kind of weird, but at the same time, I'm happy about it. 
It's glad to be alive this long now. That's that's what happens when you hit that 70 point. It's like, whoa, can I get to 80? You know, you're rolling the dice. You got to get your health in order so you can get to that 80. My cousin just turned 90. My cousin Bob out in Los Angeles. He just turned 90. I talked to him uh, the other day. And the great thing about turning 90 is that you now go off of what you remember, if you can remember anything. But you've got a great past behind you. And from that past, so many memories, memories that make you the person that you are, memories that make it possible for you to put forth wisdom upon those who may be in your circle so you can uplift them through your knowledge born of experience. Bravo. Happy birthday to everybody on the zeros. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. And if you get to 100, whoo! I am at where you is. The, the Smash Daily Podcast at smashdaily.com. Who's hungry? Everybody. They let nobody go to restaurants anymore. They're gone it. But you want to talk about some great carryout? Gulf Shores. Location? Creve Location? Edwardsville. And you can get some great take home, great carryout. They're ready for you. They won't let you sit inside. Nobody want to sit outside and freeze. So get yourself your carry out. Take advantage of the folks. They are ready to serve you with some just amazing food born of the Big Easy. Born of the recipes of the Parker family. Harry Parker's running the operation now. His mom and pop gave him the recipes, put him forth as far as being a restaurateur is concerned. And Harry's ready there to get you some of the best food you ever tasted, if you like catfish, by the way. When they fry that thing up and they spice it like they do, nobody presents that catfish like that. And nobody does it. I go for the grouper myself. I've had the catfish. But I like the grouper. Oh, it's got that, that you know crumble crust on it and everything's all fried up and all that. Mmm, mmm. Then get any kind of side that you want. Delicious sides. Then, I don't know, you can't go in, so you can't really taste the bar. They got some drinks. I don't even drink. And every friend that I have that has been to the bar at either of the Gulf Shores locations rave about. So I don't know if you can do drink orders to carry out. If you can, wow. What a huge business that would be, I would think. But, uh, hey, when it's carry-out time, you're hungry. Don't forget that that's all available to you. The great food is still available to you on the carry-out style. You know, you pick up, no problems whatsoever, and you're going to taste New Orleans like you ain't never tasted New Orleans because New Orleans is here now because of Gulf Shores, all right? Check them out at Gulf 
Shores Restaurant and Grill.com. Well, every day at the studio, the man arrives, standing six foot one, weighing. Oh, hell no! Five, cranking out the jams and running his route. Everybody knew he didn't play no crap. The smash. The smash. Big bad smash. Smash, smash, digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash. I got to tell you what. Now's the time to start thinking about it at minimum. Maybe it's time for action at maximum. That is selling your house. Been talking about it. You need to upgrade. Need to upsize. The family's growing. Maybe you got the uh, grandparents, you know, moving in because families are kind of like living with families now, man. Family takes care of family. Well, if it's time for that, time to be looking for that uh, new house. I'll start you right now. Send you to GodfreyLandmark.com. That's Landmark Realty out there in Godfrey. Matt Horn is your proprietor. GodfreyLandmark.com. If you need to call him, it's right there at GodfreyLandmark.com. I can throw it at you right now if you want, but uh, what up? 618-466-1513. Well, a little bit slower, Smash. Okay. 618 Four six six fifteen thirteen. Godfreylandmark.com. It's got all the information in here. But it's time for you to get that new house. Now's the time to start thinking about it. And then boom, you pounce upon it in the new year. Cause you know, it's all waiting for you right there. You see all the houses that are available here in the River Bend that are houses of quality that is, you know, houses that you are are worth to, to be in your life. So check it all out. While you're there at GodfreyLandmark.com, check out the homes by email. I'm on that. I didn't even decided, uh, you know, about moving up, up here yet. I probably just wing it at least through the uh, winter. Keep on driving back and forth to St. Louis, but I love it here. But homes by email is there at GodfreyLandmark.com. New listings as soon as they hit the market so you can jump on it if you see a house you like. Matt Horn makes all that possible to you. He's got a, a crew of 25, 30 people. They all know their stuff. So when it comes time for the paperwork and all that, don't even worry about it. All right? Yeah. Take care of it. Give yourself a little glimpse of reading through it, but you don't have to deal with all the deal with it. It's taken care of. Landmark Realty. Got free. Landmark. Come on. Yup, 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 yup.
love that song. That's just a mover, you know? That's just a mover. Smash with you right here. Having a wonderful night, to tell you the truth. Thank you, Chop Chop. You know, Doug Jennings, he uh, gives me this news you can use thing. Has all this. this has been a big day this is a, a, in history for rock and roll. By the way, happy birthday, Illinois. 202 years old today. Admitted as the 21st state of the union back in 1818. I'll start you off in 1955 in the history of rock and roll. It's all rock and roll, all right? I know it's only rock and roll, but I like it. Blues singer, pianist, Ray Charles was convicted of possession of heroin and marijuana. Now, as a musician, I knew they were doing marijuana back then, but man, 1955, they're doing heroin? Sheesh. He was given a five-year, now this is for heroin, busted, okay? Convicted of possession. Five-year suspended sentence. He was fined $10,000. In 1955, that's like getting fined $150,000 now. But, uh, well, I didn't know that, uh, you know, they were, I knew they had the drugs and all that, but I didn't know they were popping heroin. Sheesh. Let's go to 1966, the pop rock band. You can't, can't call them a rock band. The pop rock band, they say here. The Monkees had their first concert that was in Honolulu, Hawaii. I remember that. Now, I was a rock and roller at that time, kind of a hard rock and roller, you know, like the kids think they are nowadays. But we were hard rockers because that was the early days of the art form. We were hard rockers. Now, we looked upon the monkeys as a bunch of wussies, you know. They had the girls, so I will give them that. But they were wussies, man. We were hard rockers. They didn't rock. But they had all kinds of hits because they had their own show. But anyway, monkeys started up, at least concert-wise, in 1966. Now, the question is, were the monkeys actually playing their instruments at that particular point in time, or were they background musicians playing either on stage or off stage and making the monkeys sound good. Oh, no. And this is big. Everybody knows this. 1971, it looks like, the Montreux Casino in Switzerland was destroyed by fire during a show by Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention after a fan... had set the venue on fire with a flare gun. Man, I remember this because smoke on the water. That's where the whole thing, because the casino was on the edge of the water. Mr. Honky, how you doing, partner? Not too bad. Nice to see you, nice to see you. Casino was on the edge of the water, and everything was just like burning. And that's where smoke on the water came from because, you know, you could see the reflection off the water, smoke off the water because of the, the fire burning down the casino. Golly, I'll never forget the same type of thing. We, my band, we were playing in Chicago, and we used to play a place called Rush Up. And down the street from Rush Up was a place called Mothers. And we were playing at Mothers because we weren't at Rush Up at that particular point in time. So we were playing at Mothers. And we got back, walked down the street. It's about a three, four block walk. Walked down the street, get into our hotel rooms at the Maryland Hotel, right across Rush Street from rush up and one of the guys in the band yells because everybody had separate rooms but 
the windows were open so you could hear through the windows. Uh, Rush Up's on fire. And that place burned down that night. We sat in our windows and watched that place burn up. And the crazy part about it is fire department didn't get there in all that, shall we say, fast of time. Because they were moving that fast back then. But there we were. We're watching Rush Up burn down. And that, in its way, was the Fillmore of the Midwest. There's two places in the Midwest that was the Fillmore. And that was the Rush Up in Chicago and the Agora Ballroom in Cleveland. Those were two places. If you were in a band, you played those two places, you was doing something. Those were the Fillmore's. Now, Mother's in Chicago was a great place to play, too. But the crazy part about Mother's, you'd be on stage, and you'd see big-ass rats just crawling around the back of the stage, and you didn't do anything about them. Just try to shake them and make them afraid by the sound of, you know, as loud as you could be. But, Jamie, Christmas, those were fantastic days. That's what made me think of Rush up, burning down. 1986 on this date. Lawsuit was filed against, they call him the British heavy metal band Judas Priest. All right? CBS Records was also in that lawsuit. Two fans alleged that the two fans shot themselves after listening to Judas Priest music for six hours. After listening to the music for six, they shot themselves. Now, Big D, you got your band here. Have you ever thought about maybe killing yourself after a gig or anything like that, sir? No, you don't think so? Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Honky, you put cameras up all over the place. You ever thought about shooting a gun as opposed to shooting a camera? Uh, No, but after six hours of Judas Priest, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. He, he probably would have shot a sound man or two. Uh, hey, who you guys got on tonight? It was that couple, right on? Scott and Michelle. Yeah. This, are they coming in? Uh, nope. We taped them, uh, I don't know, a couple Ever weeks Ever since ago. I tried to take over the interview with... Uh, That's right. You heard about horrible. that, huh? <laughs> I did hear about that. <laughs> no, I was a uh, It was good. It was. That was. I was listening to you guys uh, as I was leaving. I only get you as far as Christian Hospital. Yeah. And then uh, and then that's it. That was your old buddy, Kurt Copeland. But that uh, was magnificent. Yeah. That was magnificent. All right, Smash with you right here, just going through what's, uh, you know, going through. I had a tough day today, D. My car broke down on me, man. Oh, man. Yeah, and, you know, you know, when you're a man, your car is your buddy. It is. And in being my buddy, I felt bad for my buddy, and yet my buddy is costing me $1,200. Oh, man. Now you got the blues. I you? know. That I do indeed <laughs> have the blues, so. I'm uh, having a, a rough day, but a fun day right. doing it here. Right. Looking forward to the Riverbenders coming on in here in about 10, 12 minutes. Smash Daily, as is always right here. It is WBGC. Radar weather is brought to you by Roberts Motors, an elite Ford dealer and Ultima since 1949. Search
Smash Daily. Here, there, and everywhere. Because I is where you at. SmashDaily.com. one of the fine artists right there, one of the fine performers of all time, Boz Skaggs. I tell you what, that one line right in there just gets me on that song because I love That's my favorite Boz Skaggs song. Georgia, your daddy was high the night that he dreamed of you. And I remember back in the hippie days, yeah, we were high dreaming about dreaming. Ah, smash with you right here. When people say smash, what would you say? to people who say that you're being too safe amid the COVID-19. Now, of course, first is going to be COVID-20. Does it change over to that? All right, so I'm going to put forth some advice, and this is for navigating the tense conversations that you might uh, have with folks who are challenging you as to how you're handling the, the COVID yourself. Resist the urge to get defensive, all right? Just resist the impulse to go on the defensive. Why? Because when you push back, all right, you're going to get questioned again and on top of what you've been questioned on anyhow. And when that happens, what happens? You're the one that gets chumped out of the deal. All right, so don't be uh, getting defense. You ain't got nothing to defend. you taking care of yourself the way you want to take care of yourself. What's to defend on that? You ain't uh, super spreading on nobody. What's to defend on that? Don't get into a debate. Boy, that's right. Ain't no need for argument. You are taking care of yourself in the fight against the COVID. Ain't no argument in that. It's because they want you to come party with them and everything. Come party with them. You wind up getting the COVID. You wind up dying. And what are they going to say? Oh, well. You know, he, she should have thought a little bit deeper as far as, yeah, right. Killed herself. She wasn't thinking uh, she didn't, yeah. Understand that it's probably not personal when uh, people talk to you about the the COVID. I would think it would be. So I don't go with that one because it's personal. Staying alive is personal. Validate the emotions behind a person's statement. Tell people you understand them, all right? Because if you are acting like abrasive towards them, what are they going to do? 
They're going to badmouth you. What are they going to do? They're going to throw you under the bus. What are they going to do? They ain't going to help you when it's time you need some help. Remember, you're in charge of your choices. All right. So if you choose to wear the mask and others are saying, ah, don't worry about it, ain't no big deal. Hey, it's my life and I do what I want. It's my mind and I think what I want. Show me I'm wrong. Hurt me some time. Someday I'll treat you real fine. Eric Burden and the Animals, 64. Have a healthy conversation if the audience is right. Yeah, you don't converse with punks. Well, you know, if uh, you don't take time to converse with them, smash, you might not be able to change them. Hey, <laughs> wear the mask or don't. <laughs> there is no healthy conversation to it. You want to do a little life-saving? Maybe you ought to be putting that mask on. And then offer alternatives for socializing. For example, what might be a better thing to do so you can maintain your relationship with this person and continue socializing in a safe way, all right? You want to find that solution? Well, I don't know. I ain't you, but I will say that when you embrace the fact that judgment is inevitable you got no problem whatsoever because they will judge you. Don't even worry about it. And when they do judge you, understand that the only one thing that matters to here come the judge, here come the judge. The only thing that matters is who stays alive, who stays alive. All right. So you got people out there that bad mouth you because you're a little too overabundant in your protection of yourself and your family and friends in this COVID era, eh, forget them. As the song says, forget them because he doesn't love you. Forget him because he doesn't care. Steve Lawrence, 1957. I remember them all. Not as quick as I used to, but I remember them all. Hey, fantastic show here today, and I'll tell you why. Because I came in with nothing, because I came in forlorn. I, was, I wasn't depressed, but I was feeling bad because my car is sick. My car needs a new fuel pump, you know? That's tough. You don't want your car to hurt. And yet at the same time, the car says, well, it's going to be $1,200. It's sort of like some friends of mine. They had a pup. Still have it. The pup needed surgery. And surgery on the pup was $3,000. Sheesh. I didn't know that. I didn't know they did surgery on pups and stuff like that. But hey, you love the pup. You spend the money because you want the pup to be healthy. So, I'll spend the money. I may wind up getting a new car, new smash mobile, but Sexy Flexi, that's the way I roll right now. And if Sexy Flexi needs a new fuel pump, that's like me needing a new heart. Transplant time. That's what the deal is. I am G-O-H-N. Go on, have yourself a good one. The River Benders. Coming in next. Smash, dig the smash, smash, smash. I'm digging the smash, smash, smash.
Well, that is it. You've been digging the smash. Smash Daily Style. For as long as you was able to tune in today. Performance time, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 o'clock, right here on WBGZ 107.1 FM. The Big Z. So until the next time, I am G-O-H-N gone. So gone, I was not even here. So have yourself a good one, no matter what that one happens to be. Smash, 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 smash,